Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to The Logical Report, and this is the truth. Have you ever noticed when you watch Fox News that something comes on and they say it, say something about, and then you go, that can't be true. Well, let me tell you something. It ain't. It's never true. Now, people say, well, Fox lies. Okay, well, they lie all the time, but they never actually tell a lie. I mean, well, they, they do lie, but here's, the, here's what they do. Here's what they do. They take what you say and they, re- they, 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 they create another version of it, exaggerate, exaggerate, misrepresent, or create a distorted version of your real position. Now, right now, Fox News has got everybody convinced that Democrats want open borders. And that is a total lie. Just like Fox News, they lie. And my producer says he hates it when I say they lie. But that's the way I'm going to say it because I need to understand that it is a lie. Fox News lies. And here's what they do. They don't actually come out and make up some bullshit story. They take what you say and they create some, you know, distorted version that they can easily ridicule and attack and knock down. That's what they do all the time. The the straw man fallacy is the one that they like to use a lot. Now, the straw man fallacy is a type of red herring because it, 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 it causes people to talk about something that we're not really trying to talk about. Nobody wants to, no one's saying that they want open borders. They're just saying they got to figure out how to solve the problem down there. And building a wall is not going to solve the problem. You're just putting up, you're putting a Band-Aid on a bad situation. There's a reason why these people are coming across the border and they're not all coming because they're terrorists. They're running for their lives. They're trying to save their families. They're trying to find a better life for their families other than living in a place where car bombs are going off all the time. If you had car bombs going off in your neighborhood, I guarantee you, you'd be moving to another neighborhood. And how would you feel if somebody were to tell you, hey, we don't want them in our neighborhood? Well, that's what they're doing. They're trying to run from the cartels in South America, running from the cartels in Mexico. That's what they're running from. They're not running up here to try to do anything. And and, and now they've got this new thing they're talking about, the... uh. 18-year-olds, age of military age. I'm like, what are you trying to, you know, they're trying to imply that these kids are military people because they're 18-year-old boys. You're telling me 18-year-old kids don't want to uh, leave a place where the cars are blowing up? I would I would leave that place too. I'm not going to stand around and, you know, but, but, you know, but that's neither here or there. But the point is, that's what they do. They use something called the straw man fallacy. And that, was, and that is when a person ignores another person's position on an issue and instead exaggerates, misrepresents, or creates a distorted version of that position. And the reason why is because if they come up with a really good argument about something, what they do is they change, they, they exaggerate or distort your original version because it's so much easier to, to beat. I mean, think about it. You used to practice boxing with straw men. Now... 
It's not really good training. You know why it's not really good training? Because it's very easy to beat a straw man if you're box if you're practicing boxing. Meanwhile, you go then you go fight a real boxer and you're like, well, oh, I've been training with this straw man forever. I don't know why. That's because straw men are create are purposely created to be weak. They're purposely creating a weak argument so that that way you'll look ridiculous. That's all that is. That's all. Here's another perfect example of that. Another scenario. Uh, A Democratic politician says he wants to spend more money on the social safety net and his Republican opponents call him a communist. Well, the straw man fallacy exists on both sides of the political spectrum. On the right, we often see right-wingers calling Democrats communists because they support the bigger government. Unless the Democrat advocates for a dissolution of the private industry and the state of control of everything, they're not really arguing for communism. The true position of the Democrat is for a welfare state, not a communist dictatorship. The accusation that they're communists may stir up the right-wing base, but it's a caricature of the true position of the Democrat. Meaning, and we do the same thing, we do the same thing with Republicans, so I'm going to be fair right here, because what do we say about Republicans? We say Republicans are racist. Well, scenario man tells his Democrat fan that he thinks he's going to vote for the Republicans because he thinks they have a better stance on the immigration. His friend accuses him of being a racist for even thinking of doing it. Well, that's not true. Republicans aren't the only people guilty of creating straw man arguments. Democrats often accuse Republicans of being racist for wanting strong borders and more orderly immigration process. This of itself is not racist. The Democrats make the inference that the Republicans must be racist for not wanting illegal immigration. Here, the Democrat is creating a straw man character of a Republican that hates non-white people, even though the Republicans haven't actually said this, right? Another one. Here's a good one. How about the war on Christmas? You remember this one back? Fox News did this one. The war on Christmas. The Starbucks decided to write happy holidays on their cups instead of Merry Christmas. The media got outraged, accusing Starbucks of waging war on Christmas. The war on Christmas is one of the biggest, longest-running straw man arguments in the United States. The argument is that people who want to be more inclusive in their language around the holiday season are anti-Christian. Fear may stem from the notion that Christians would like to see Christianity remain in the center of the public life around their important religious holiday. However, other side may feel as if they claim they're not trying to destroy or nullify Christmas is a misrepresentation of their views. These people may love Christmas, but also want to be inclusive of non-Christians during this time of the celebration. I don't have a problem with, you know, celebrating Christmas with people who are not Christian. I don't have a problem with it at all. How about you? And then, then you have things like, and here's another, okay, here's another one. Electric vehicles. The position, the opposition party proposes a law within 10 years, all vehicles should be electric powered. Government calls it a war on the weekend because you won't be able to take long weekend drives anymore. And this scenario actually occurred in a 2019 federal election in Australia. The opposition party wanted to push harder to roll out electric vehicles. The government turned this into a narrative about whether people would be unable to go for long weekend drives. This is a straw man misrepresentation 
of the opposition's position, which included the rollout of charging stations in a, to ensure electric vehicles can make it all over Australia. They put it in, they, they, you know, that's what they do. They do they, it's not just America. Other countries do it too, all the time, you know. So in overview, and as in conclusion, okay, the straw man fallacy is a logical fallacy in which someone misrepresents or distorts their opponent's argument in order to make it easier to attack or refute. That's all it is. They're just trying to make it an easy, easy win. That's all they're trying to do. Instead of addressing the actual position or argument of the other person, the fallacy involves substituting it with a weaker or exaggerated version that is easier to criticize. By attacking this misrepresentation, the person avoids engaging with the real argument and creates a false sense of victory. And it is considered a deceptive tactic and it undermines meaningful dialogue. And beware, because sometimes this argument is used in courts. I've heard arguments like this in court. And many and many times um, lawyers will object. But then you got these ignorant-ass lawyers who had not, I don't even think they even studied in college. And, you know, their opponent, their, the, the, the opposing counsel would use a logical fallacy. Sometimes the judge wouldn't catch it. Sometimes the lawyer wouldn't catch it. And what's really scary is sometimes the jury doesn't catch it. And somebody could go to jail over a logical fallacy and be completely innocent. So that is something to look out for. couple other examples. Those who advocate for environmental protection are clearly against progress and economic development. That's not true. And if you think we should invest more in education, so you must be suggesting that we throw unlimited funds at schools without any accountability or oversight. And that's not true. So be careful. These arguments are used all the time. You know, you've, I mean, it's the ones that I've mentioned here, you've heard these arguments before and they're complete. They, they make your statement, you're a complete lie, a complete lie. And, and all you got to do is say straw man fallacy. And you know, chances are a person who's doing this probably wouldn't even know what you're talking about anyway. And in the other news, the Trump Carroll defamation trial is officially over. Jury orders Trump to pay E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million for years of defamation. Now, I'm going to say this right now. It's about damn time. But one problem is, is what I don't like is, why is he allowed to just get a, a lawsuit? Why wasn't he in jail? I mean, this is what I this is what started me running this particular uh, uh, podcast. The very first podcast I talked about when he got a subpoena to pull those documents out of his uh, out of his house, uh, he never turned those documents in. And I said the very that very same day when that subpoena came out, I said he's not going to honor the subpoena, and he didn't. And they stormed his house, and then he was all acted all surprised. You know why he was all surprised? Rich man, uh, what's the word here? Where they um, entitlement? That's the word, entitlement. Rich man's entitlement. He can't believe that they would storm his house. And now here we're looking at this. He's a billionaire, 
and you 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 you, you it's a 83 million dollar settlement a lawsuit for defamation it should have been more this man was worth what what is he worth like four billion dollars that's nothing he got to say whatever he wants about this woman and he just had to pay a little money for it big fat hairy deal this guy should have been in jail this guy should have been in jail as soon as he started talking crap about her on on the uh, out in the, in the real world on f- social media people were threatening her there were people calling her house there was people there was, she was getting threatening emails she was getting attacked by his base and so it wasn't just donald trump it was all these people who came after him my thing is if you want to put an end to this start suing these people who send these threatening emails find out who they belong to and then use it to sue them I guarantee you these people will stop this bullshit in a heartbeat. You know why? Because they actually get fined in a real way. They actually have to pay up a lot of money. When you get when you have to pay up, it's usually all of your money because you don't have that much to begin with. When billionaires do it, they give most like we we're we're a bunch of poor ass idiots who look ooh, 83 million. Why? She sure showed him. No, he did not. He has not learned his lesson. You know why he hasn't learned his lesson? Because 83 million is a drop in a well for a billionaire. He has got $4,000 million. He just gave up 83 million. He has $4,000 million. 83 million is a drop in a well. If someone, if I had 4,000 in my pocket and someone said, hey, you owe me $83, I'd give them $83 and wouldn't think about it for a moment. If I was talking about another woman and terrorizing her and getting my base to chase after her and they said, you had to pay 83, and I had $4,000 in my pocket, and by the way, I don't have $4,000 in my pocket, but if let's just say I had $4,000 in my pocket and they said you had to pay 83 of it, I'd be like, hey, a small price to pay. I got to burn her ass. I got to get people. I got get people to terrorize her and everything else for making. And you know, so that's a eighty three dollars out of this four thousand dollars I have because that's what he has. He has four thousand million dollars. She got eighty three of the million. She should have gotten four thousand million dollars. That's what she should have got. These people are not going to learn their lesson until you put them in the fucking poorhouse, and that's it. You've got to start finding these people. This is the problem with the fi- with the with the with the defamation lawsuits and the, and the settlements and the punitive damage. The punitive damages don't work because they're not big enough. It needs to be a percentage of the money that they owe. If they would have took half his money, hoo, 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 he would have stopped that. If she had gotten two billion of his four mil, his four billion. You want to tell me he shut his fucking mouth right now. He'd probably say, you know what? This running for president ain't worth it no more. That's what he'd do. You would not see Donald Trump if you actually punished her correctly. (sighs) Anyway, anyway, that's all I got to say about that. But that's one thing you might want to consider is maybe we should start coming up with a formula, not a, a dollar amount, a formula that works with the punishment. So you don't take, you don't say, well, we'll give them $85 million. You say, we're giving them half. Now then, if you're a poor man that take half your money, you're going to suffer, right? If you take, but if, now, if, but if they give you eight, let's say 
you do $85 million. They sue you and they charge you $85 million. Well, I'm in the poorhouse for the rest of my life. I don't have any money now. And I'm going to be in debt for the rest of my life. He's not. He's not in debt for the rest of his life. He's still got $3 billion and what, what, uh, 920000 uh, twenty nine hundred and what is it three billion nine hundred twenty million dollars left roughly because we didn't take a big portion of his money if he had a if he had four billion and he lost two billion he would be crap anyway that's all I'm gonna say about that you might want to and I would suggest everybody get out and vote because this is gonna continue people are gonna pull this bullshit and if you want to if you want stuff like this to stop if you want to stop seeing these lawsuits you want to stop seeing people coming in and having to take people to court uh, rich people to court let them go to court one time let them and sock it to them and i say what we need to start doing is getting out and voting you need to realize who the republicans represent they represent the rich they don't represent the poor they use the poor to vote so that they can get rich man laws passed. That's all it is. Democrats are constantly trying to work for the working class. Now, I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just telling you to register to vote. Get out and vote. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, the most destructive thing you can do in this country to your own self is sit back and do nothing and let it all happen. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. And this will be part one of the logical fallacies. We're going to talk about other ones down the road. And that's the truth. And if you got any email, if you got any questions or if you got any arguments about anything that you want to discuss, you know, you're welcome to come on my podcast. If you want, send me an email at sir.geo at logicalreport.com. That's sir.geo at logicalreport.com. And that's it for the Logical Report, and good night.